Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Voice of Reason with Nathan. Um, in today's episode, as always, it's about knowing the Lord and making Him known. However, I really wanted to touch on this idea about how to survive being at home. A lot of us are in isolation. A lot of us are, um, you know, having to work from home, having to uh, to spend full time with the kids at home. And I wanted to give us some practical tools and things that you can do, probably things that a lot of you are already doing and maybe not. So I just thought, you know, I'm going to put something out there to help you in a practical way. Uh, and my wife, uh, I must, uh, you know, commend her 100%. She gave me like almost all of these points. Um, so I've written them all down. Wise woman right there, Proverbs 31, very grateful. Um, but she's doing a lot of this stuff for herself with, with our kids at home. Um, and I'm ut- utilizing it as well in my daily life too. So starting off, number one, how to survive at home. Number one, adjust your expectations. That's so important. There's a bit of a psychological um, tool that you can actually use in every area of your life when you're needing to be flexible. You know, you're needing to to have an open mind in this situation. This isn't going to last forever. This isn't going to be now, you know, forever and a day that you're going to have to just continue to work from home. You're never going back to, this will blow over at some point. um, And we might be in for a bit of a long haul for sure um, and it's already been significantly um, you know disruptive to our normal day of normal way of life our normal daily activities um, but number one is just having that open mindset and realizing that you're not the only one that's going through this this is a shared experience of suffering everyone is going through this in one way or another and your situation is not unique We're all going through this in one way or another. When I do get um, clients coming to me and they're they're saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the only one that's going through this or, you know, look how bad my situation is. It's like, yeah, sure, but you're not the only person that's going through this. Your suffering is not unique to you. And in fact, that can be really empowering when someone realizes like, oh, I'm not the only one. I'm not the center of the universe. And actually, this is... A shared experience that everyone's going through and that can actually provide a lot of empowerment a lot of comfort realizing that and help them to move through that negative mindset um, that's just got them focused on themselves and me 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 that's number one number two reach out for support so don't get the wrong impression if you are struggling if you are finding it really difficult reach out for support a lot of people have lost their jobs A lot of people are struggling now uh, mentally and emotionally and in other areas and it's important for you to reach out for support where you can. Obviously the government has put in a lot of financial um, benefits and incentives and things to help people, Um, you know, Centrelink and so on. Obviously there's a lot of uh, issues with that at the moment as well, just the overload that's going on. Um, So be patient obviously, but do, do what you can in terms of reaching out for that support if you need it. Number two, church. You know, your local church, your church family, your community, they can come around you at this time and support you. Maybe not, you know, literally physically, but through phone calls, through Skype, through, um, you know, different things that they can support you. Maybe even with food, um, clothing, whatever it might be that you need, utensils. Um, you know, if your hair, hair dryer blows up and you need a hair dryer, I don't know, like stuff that you know, you can join with your community and still have that sense of being supported and you can support them as well and being part of that. 
and your friends and family, of course, you know, just because you can't see them physically doesn't mean you can't talk to them, doesn't mean you can't Skype with them, doesn't mean you can't still have contact with people. It's just different. And so, again, adjusting your expectations of what that will look like, you can still do what you normally would do, but just in a different way. Number three, careful what you are focused on. Careful what you're focused on. You know, your life will go the way of your dominant thinking. So if you're thinking a certain way most of the time, that's where you're headed. You know, you can't do what you're not focused or thinking about, right? So it's important what you're focused on, what you're allow what you're feeding yourself mentally, emotionally, and even physically. That's really what's going to be the outcome of your life in this situation. So if you're watching media, the social media all the time, all day, you've just got the news coming in, you're going to think the world is literally coming to an end. This is the end of days. Um, no one's going to survive this. You know, it's going to be the worst case scenario. And that's what the media does. They love to get stories. They love to promote fear. They love to um, present the worst case scenarios because that's what gets clicks. That's what gets views. That's what gets people interested in the stories. So just be careful about doing that, obviously. And if you're just watching Netflix all day, every day, you know, your soul, you're not going to have a healthy soul after this situation. So you got to, you know, really adjust your expectations and, and shift what you're focused on and allow yourself to, to maybe do things that you previously would have loved to do when you were like busier, when you were having to go into work and, and now you've got a bit more time in your hands maybe um, and you're able to perhaps, you know, read the book that you wanted to read, write the book that you wanted to write, do the podcast, do this, do that, you know, write those that music, you know, play, learn that instrument, whatever it might be that, you know, now you've got some more time, like pick up those hobbies and those interests, do the things that previously you would have loved to do or you thought you would have and now you've got the opportunity to do it. Um, again, this will blow over, this will pass, you know, um, and, and life will return to a semblance of normality, but it might be another three months, it might be another six months, 12 months, whatever it might be, we need to have an open mind to be able to roll with the punches, be able to, to, to make the most out of this situation, and having that, um, you know, having that care about what you're focused on will enable you to do that. Number four, set goals. So in your spirit, your soul, and your body, it's important to set goals and be able to achieve things on a daily basis, even if they're small things, you know, not eating that extra Malteser, not doing this, not doing that, having a healthy diet, a, le a regular routine, structuring your day so that you can get the most out of it. I know my wife with the, the two kids at home, um, you know, they're quite young, so, well, they are very young, so um, she's structured the day with different activities. Um, and you know, we can still go and go for a walk outside. So, um, you know, she'll do that with them. She'll structure the day around, around that, um, you know, the different routines that she's got with the kids. She'll go upstairs and, and play an activity up there. Then she'll bring them downstairs and do another activity there, set up different PlayStations around the, around the, the house, not literally the, the PlayStation, but you know what I mean, PlayStations. Um, and so different activities and things that she'll do. And that's incredible. You know, that's, that's just so simple, but so profound as well. And little things like that, that can really change, um, change, you know, the setting, change the scenario, and it keeps it interesting for the kids. Now, if your kids are a bit older, that's going to be different again. And, but the point is that, you know, you can actually set goals in the routine, set goals in, in how you want to 
um, come out of this situation? You know, spiritually, what do you want to get out of this? Like, what are your goals right now? You know, are you trying to, um, you know, spend more time reading a particular um, book in the Bible? Are you trying to um, grow in your prayer relationship with God? Um, you know, what, what are your goals? Write them down and write out steps on how you can achieve that. And even with, you know, your soul, you know, how can you connect with people on a soul level um, in a relational way? How can you connect with people better through this situation? Like I said, you might have more time in your hands to write that handwritten letter to someone that you care about. Um, you might have more time in your hands to communicate with someone, to, to connect on, on that level um, over the phone. You know, it's still ways of connecting there's still ways that you can achieve things and setting goals in those spirit soul and body areas is powerful and i would say especially in the body your diet is so important at this time don't just you know binge on whatever at home um obviously binge on on you know um unhealthy snacks and treats and different things that you have access to try to keep as much routine and 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 structure to your life as possible and that's going to be really helpful in your in your levels of anxiety um you know because that will start to uh, to escalate when you have less normality and 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 you know that structure and that that organization to your life that is going to to be more challenging um so the more structure and the more um you keep that level of normality especially physiologically in what you eat your sleep routines in your exercise um it's going to be really helpful for you number five don't be a victim don't focus on the can't do i can't do this i can't do that i can't do this i can't do Stop that nonsense and focus on what you can do. Focus on what you can do right now. Don't be a victim. Be a, be a victor. You know, focus on the can do and have that attitude. It's going to be profoundly important that you'll come out of this situation a better person. It's not just about, oh, I can't go to the gym. Well, what can you do? Can you work out at home? Can you do any exercises apart from, you know, weight training? Can you do anything that's better than nothing? You know, or I, um, um, you know, write down questions on a on an issue, on a problem that you have. Actually, write it out instead of just stewing on it in your head again and again, and not getting anywhere and just whinging about it and just complaining. Why don't you get problem focused? You know, oh, sorry, solution focused on the problem. You know, why don't you brainstorm ideas? So write down the issue that you're having. So I can't go to the gym. All right. So what might be some solutions to that? Or you know, I can't see my friends. Okay, what are some solutions to that? You know, I can't, um, you know, go get a haircut. Okay, well, what are some solutions to that? You know, and look, a lot of us are already doing this anyway, but it might be those, those tricky things that you're stewing on that you're, you know, rotating around in your head again and again that's really frustrating you and getting to you. Write out solutions for them, you know, and be, be able to brainstorm. And you might need some help to do that, so talk to a friend about it. Again, don't just whinge and complain all the time. Actually try to figure out a solution and be solution-focused in that. It's going to empower you to overcome that and enjoy your life, enjoy your days, you know. This is different, absolutely. It's not the end of the world, literally, but, you know, you can actually become better out of this situation and learn from this experience. You know, be open-minded to all of what's going on and be able to learn from it. And the final point I wanted to make was number six, look out for others' needs. You are not the center of the universe. The point I made earlier, 
The world does not revolve around you. When you hold your hand up to a light bulb, the world does not spin around you. You need to spin that light bulb and take that off, right? In the same way, look out for others' needs. You know, how can you help someone else? Who can you help? And how can you help them? Simple questions. Who can you help around you? It might be an elderly neighbor that is in self-isolation. Maybe you can go and buy their groceries for them or maybe you can go and get some extra little things and, and leave them at the front door for them. You know, and then just knock on the door, let them know that you've done that, leave a little note, you know, and, and just little things like that can make a huge difference. You know, who can you help and how can you help them? Maybe it's about, you know, donating some money to a charity right now um, that's helping people that are struggling. Maybe it's, I don't know, you, you know, you know, and maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's doing something for them. Maybe it's for your colleagues at work if you're still going into the office. Um, you know, it's all sorts of different things that you can look out for other people's needs and try to meet them and try to be that person that, that loves people in this situation. And that's honestly, that's going to help you as well. Take you out of your own head. Stop being self-centered and, you know, it's all about me, 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 and actually about other people during this time. And that will do... A massive amount for yourself and for your sanity and for your well-being as well you know looking after others um, and I mean even like say with working at home you know you might be like oh I've, I have to work at home well think like maybe a month ago you would have only dreamed to have been able to work from home and not have to catch the train or not have to go through the the morning commute you know the the traffic on the road and now you know you've got the opportunity to be at home and people are complaining about that you know, there's people that complain about absolutely everything. The weather's too hot, you know, or in, in winter, the weather's too cold. It's not hot enough, you know. And, and it's just like that mindset is what's killing you at this time. That mindset is what's driving your frustration. It's not the situation itself. It's the way you're reacting and responding to it. And you can choose to stop that and start to be um, victorious in this situation. You know, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying like this is, oh, this is awesome. I'm saying that you can actually take this situation and learn from it and become a better person through it. So I hope that's helped you. Those six points again, adjust your expectations, reach out for support, be careful what you're focused on, set goals in your spirit, soul, and body. Don't be a victim. And finally, look out for others' needs. Who can you help and how can you help them? I pray that this has blessed you. And go in peace, guys. And let me know what you think. Bless you.